so we're gonna work it out. More music magic going on, especially for my boy Jeff out at uh, OT and Fairview Heights. It's Friday, we've got a new song. It's uh, actually from the um, MC Hammer Posse. The group is called One Cause, One Effect. One Cause, One Effect. The song, Up With Hope, Down With the Dope. 969-0108-399-7808. Call me up. We don't we don't know what you think. Stop. It's time for a serious message. Up with hope and down with dope, brother. This is a message from one to another. It's time to stop because there's gotta be a limit to this thing called the drug epidemic. by One Cause, One Effect. Pump it up. Thanks for calling. Pump it or dump it. Yo, G, this is Kellen. That song is out of there, so dump it. And now with that. Did, did you hear the word to it? Yeah, I'm listening, but you know, just the, the beating and the music, it should be more hyper, man. All right, dump. Pump it or dump it. All right, this is cool, you can dump it. Pump it or dump it. Hey, this RoboCop, man, it's a strong song. Pump it up for me and the Loose New Jackson. No, I'm saying, Louis Magic One Way is so great. Take it easy. You too, man. in the park this Saturday the 25th in Cricket Field at Forest Park featuring Julius Williams, Guess, The Formula, Cedric the Entertainer, and national recording artist Body, The Jamaica Boy, Late Sets of Sonic, Basic Black, LL Cool J, and David Peaston. This Saturday from 11 to 5, we'll find out who's got the best wings in St. Louis. So bring your family and get set for a full day of free entertainment and fun. This Saturday from 11 to 5, it's the 9th Annual Magic 108 Hardy's Pepsi Wing Cook-Off. Remember last year? You better get there early. Or dump Magic, this is Pump It or Dump It. Did you hear tonight's song? Yes, I did. What do you think about it, guy? Pump it up. Pump it or dump it. You can pump that because it has a positive message for the things going on in the world today. Thanks for calling. Thanks for listening. Pump it or dump it. You can pump that up and start tight because it's in there. Pump it or dump it. Pump it. Pump it or dump it. This is Kendra. Pump that up. You like it? Yeah, I sure do. Thanks for calling. Frito-Lay is on the way to the wing cook-off in Forest Park this Saturday. See you there.
Floor Music, Magic 108, Captain G. House counting votes there. Tonight's song by One Cause, One Effect, Up With Hope, Down With The Dope, an emotional thing here. Man, 69 to 78. No, 69 to 28, I'm sorry. Yeah! to think about. Cool J2 tonight between 9 and 10 and uh, we'll try to vibe him in here, man. Alright. And we are back talking. Yes. We're going to get a little bit into a couple of these, a couple more of the personalities and then we are going to talk about the decline of magic and um i guess so even still on the air no um there's other magics in other cities but one thing we forgot to specify this is magic m-a-j-i-c yes other cities they have they have stations called magic but it's m-a-g-i-c so not the same spell correctly yeah um but Okay, so some of the personalities. So we were talking. I left out the afternoon drive um, because, well, one, I don't think they actually named the segment. It was just was the time slot, and I forget who was in that time slot anyway. By then they Pam had uh, Pam Oliver. Okay, yeah, and uh, in addition to that, they also had Eric Michaels, right? Who is actually I met him um, at. He came to our school actually for. Like kind of like motivational speaking or something, something like that. And we actually, I, I, you know, we met him. You know, he seemed like he had better things to do with his time. <laughs> I'll just say that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the other name we brought up earlier was Kevy Kev, who actually he was around in the in the early, in the early nineties. But um, again, that Captain G had the slot. Um, Kevy Kev took over for Captain G. Mm-hmm. So he'd been there for a while, but now Kevy Kev runs the shit. So uh, I wish I had the sound clip on me. I haven't been able to find it, but he had a jingle when he came on. Like six o'clock on the dot. Yeah, MC Breed came in, recorded special just for him. It was yes. It, it was his own. It was his opening theme. Every yeah, he recorded it over um, over uh, Dopamine Ditches by Spice One. Yeah. And it was like six o'clock on the dot. Dun dun. It's time to Kevy Kev to rock. Dun dun. Yeah, and then six o'clock he'd come on. Uh, seven. No, six. He would come on six o'clock. Seven o'clock would be pump it or dump it. Yep. Well, seven o'clock would be the seven o'clock slam. Oh yeah. So six thirty was pump it or dump it. Seven o'clock was seven o'clock slam. I thought he did one other thing. Yeah, the top eight at eight. Oh yeah, the top eight at eight. Yeah, yeah, the top eight, eight, eight at eight. Of course, was you know the top most popular songs of the week or what the, of the day? You know, it couldn't have been uh, of the week. It was every day. Every day it was like slightly different. Yeah. Usually, number one and two would be kind of the same. And, but were eh, they? I mean, were they voted the on, or how? How did they determine? Which? I guess. I guess ratings spins. I get, yeah, but they weren't playing a lot of hip hop during the day, so I don't know how. Like, because every day, no, for like every day, you know, saying like the whatever stuff got requested, or uh, the kind of stuff that they okay. had, like uh, that was, I guess, 
you know, whatever metrics they were using, you know, whatever they were getting the most, uh, the most, the most ears when these songs were on, that's what they, that's how they tabulated that stuff. Yeah. And Kevin Kev was cool. Kevin Kev was. Yeah. Each one of those things had a, each one of them had a, um, each one of those segments, it was all, it was all Kevin Kev, but each one of those, those hours had a different, a different drop, a different bumper. You know, so the seven o'clock slam it was over um over Domino's ghetto jam. Yeah. And then I forget what the oh the top eight at eight. I forget, I think it was just somebody in the station rapping it, but it was over Biggie's warning. Yeah, and God seven or top at eight. I I can hear the beat in my head, but I don't know what song it's from. Top eighty eight, that was it was warning by Biggie. No 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 oh well then it was a seven o'clock slam. Was it ghetto a Black jam. Moon song? No, no, no. I was saying it was it was Ghetto Jam. It was a, it, yeah, but of, there was a, another song that he used. maybe it was during in the six o'clock after. MC it was. Reed played I, I know what you're. I know what you're thinking, but nah, I because because I do this too. Um, when I was talking about, I know I've mentioned it either in this show or on Keepers of the Funk, mentioning you know how much I love who got the props and one of the reasons why it's ingrained yeah, in my head is because yeah. Kevin used it all the time. But like he used that as his background music. You know, saying it wasn't as a bumper; he just always had it in the background. Oh, okay. So right. that that song, um, Five O'clock by Nonchalant, and uh, You Better Recognize by Sam Snead off the Murder Was the Case album. Those were the three songs he always had the most in his background music. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, and you know, towards the end of his run before he left, um, the Seven O'clock Slam. Oh, well, he built for, or he, he he left Magic. He seeded the seven o'clock slam to uh, was a DJ, uh, Tossin Ted and DJ Cut. Yeah, and, yeah. and then Tossin Ted they, ended up taking it was over. in for him. Yeah, it was kind of weird. It was kind of went back and forth. They he, he would they would sit in for him whenever he wasn't there. Right, and then they wouldn't do pump it a dump at the set because they didn't want to step on Kevy's on, on Kevy Kev's toes. So they would just do a mix. It was a badass mix too. I always, I always love when they come on. I record their whole mix, but um, then they, I want to say '96, they switched it to this thing called Hip Hop Live, and it was like all, it was like part mix, part, I mean, you know, and then just you know whatever else they were gonna play, like in a standard format, whatever. But and they have people call in and kick and do and do shoutouts, God, and. Yeah, I know. It always droned on forever, and it's like, oh, shut the hell up. People are annoying you. But, and yeah, my cousin did Pookie down da- on the south side, and, and Glendale, and da, 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 da. Yeah. And then they had the, it's not the roll call, it was some kind of, some kind of call and respond rap. Yeah, thing. it was like, who is on the line? It's, you know, it, uh, it, it's Illy on the line. Are you right on time? Yeah, I'm right on time. Uh, oh, God, how did it go? Something like that. Something like that. I don't remember. Guess I'm like that. And then they go like... Oh, God. I forget what they said right there. And it's like... Uh, at some point, they said, Whose world is this? The world was yours, but now it's mine. And what's your number one radio show? Tip Hop Live. So what I want you to do is kick them shouts and make sure don't leave nobody out. And they go and they... 20 minutes later, <laughs> Luckily, they hung up on people though. They wouldn't let them. They wouldn't let them drone forever. You know, they try to make them 
They play the wrap it up music for them. Or else they wouldn't do that. They just click off and then yeah, have the next person come on. Yeah. But, um. It was pretty stupid, but whatever. It was, that's what they did. But then, I, I don't know if I'm remembering this wrong or, or what, but I seem to remember they did that for a while and then switched it back to Kevy. It's Kevy Kev. Just doing his thing. Or, you know, getting rid of the whole hip hop live format and just going back to, you know, having a seven, seven o'clock slam, however you're going to do it and do it on top eight at eight. Yeah, because around that time, um, 95.5 sprang up. Right? Uh, mm, memory's fuzzy, but I no, think 95.5 no, was true. still the, uh, no, 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 it wasn't because 95.5 was still the kid station I was talking yeah, about. Yeah, 95.5 didn't come until the beat came and, and it was sort of the answer to the beat. Right. But that's, we'll, we'll get to that later. But, um, you know, running it back, rewind to the morning show. We want to talk about, um, we talked about, um, the original host, but then when Mark Clark came in, they started doing, you know, a, a lot of different skits and it wasn't necessarily any of them doing the voices. Um, it was another guy who I don't, I don't actually know who it was. Um, but they uh, they were so popular that they actually put out a best of CD, which I'm sure other stations, other places did. But uh, they had two best of CDs. The other one, yeah, I didn't I realize heard, but the there was a one. second one until long after it had been released. Yeah, because I bought the first one, and I remember bringing it home and then you guys had come to my house because I, I was still living with my parents at the time and you guys had come over for Thanksgiving or something I don't know but then we all just huddled in, in my room and we just listened to it over and over again with just tears pouring out of our eyes <laughs> just laughing so hard oh dear but um, you know one of the most popular skits that we had just gotten the Rams from LA and we had um the first coach, Dick Vermeil, which, you know, at the time, he was known for crying all the time. Um, but their version of Dick Vermeil <laughs> was... <laughs> and also, let me preface this too, the Rams were, they, when we first got them, their first season, they went 5-1, and one and they just lost like a son of a gun, and then every other season was just dismal mm-hmm. until the miraculous season where I mean I'm not saying it's good that Trent Green got hurt but he got hurt and then we get this unknown guy out of the arena league who leads us to a fucking Super Bowl win so yeah you know so we had the greatest show on turf you know that three year three three four years span whatever but yeah before that I mean this god it's, it's like how how the, how the Rams are in LA right now they, they're terrible yeah yeah, but they had this guy impersonating Dick Vermeil, and all he talked about was, you know, what was going on in the locker room. And and Tony and Mark were, were trying to ask him how everyone was do, doing in the locker room, where everybody psyched up. But Mr. Vermeil, oh, Coach God. Vermeil, had, uh, he was often distracted by uh, the shape 
Everyone's ass. <laughs> oh, you know, I'll, fuck it. I'm just going to play it. Listen to this. Good morning, boys. Uh, Coach, how are you? I'm just fine. Well, yeah. You know, sorry to hear first game of the season uh, came up on a short end there against the Saints. Well, you know, I'm, I'm a little downtrodden this morning because, you know, I really felt that this team was ready for the task, and basically they weren't. And as you can see, the outcome of the game, it just wasn't something that was desirable. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you something that is desirable. Mm-hmm. We've got this young, fresh rookie, Grant Winstrom. <laughs> he is one sexy Caucasian man. <laughs> Can I describe this scene? Well, if you have to, Coach. Uh... Yesterday, he walked into the showers. He disrobed as usual. And I went, Boop, my lord. His buttocks was so white. His buttocks looked like a lily white Casper the Friendly Goat's head <laughs> rubbing back and forth together when he walked away. <laughs> wow. We, we, we get the idea there, Coach. Yeah. <laughs> just a lily white butt dog look like two Casper the friendly ghost heads just rubbing back together yeah. water glistening between and running down his firm lily white thighs oh well okay My lord yeah he is one attractive rookie I got you he didn't make the team because he was talented he made the team because he's cute <laughs> we don't want ball players that play hard football we want ball players that when you take their helmets off they're attractive young men but coach you do have people on the team who are talented you got toby wright uh you got uh you know toby mm-hmm. we affectionately call him kunta <laughs> i told him you know with his strong firm black buttocks i said you know this is what a buttock should look like i stood him up in front of the entire team made him disrobe and turned him around and said look at this Look at the fine lines that curvaceous buttocks just brings home the, brings home the salad. You know, <laughs> this one sexy black man. Yeah. Oh goodness. Well, okay. You know, we got the Eddie Kennison is on the team. Uh, you know, Eddie's a good man too. He's got a buttocks that kind of reminds you of two wild, angry chimpanzees fighting over a banana. <laughs> Okay, coach. It's wild chimpanzee buttocks. Yeah, got you, coach. Fighting over a banana. I understand. The last banana in the bunch. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah, got you, coach. Coach, well, we're going to let you go. I, you seem kind of worked up. But... I'm not worked up here. I'm just getting started, but it's nice talking to you, boys. Yes, sir. The Vikings coming up in town. Uh, you know, Randy Moss will be in town. Then you. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right, Coach, we got to go. Bye-bye. All right, bye. <laughs> His wow. buttocks were like two, two monkeys fighting over the last banana in the bunch. <laughs> I mean, make those sound, those sound effects of what it sounds I mean, like. Yeah, like what the fuck oh, is going God. on? He's like, you know, we don't want we don't want good players. We just want cute players. <laughs> For real, oh, shit. We just want oh. players look good in the uniform. Oh <laughs> man, so and that was a common thing. Hey, he called in a few times. He I, I think, like, but the 
there was a couple of them that made that made that best of CD. Yeah. They had to. I think there's actually three because I still have it. Uh, obviously, because I just played some of. I think they. Yeah. Uh, no, he called it in twice. Okay. Uh, but the one that's on here more than anybody else is <laughs> Mickey Mouse. <laughs> and, and I don't know how it started with Mickey calling all the time or why, but when he did, it was funny as shit because he would never get anyone's name right on purpose. Yeah. And he cussed up a storm. <laughs> and it kind of reminds me of the Mickey Mouse in South Park where where you get mad and grow really huge and start blowing fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because he, he, and, and he'd flip on a fucking dime. You know, he'd be, you know, happy talking like Mickey and then, you know, they would say something that offends him and yeah, hey, just listen to this too. <laughs> Hi, James and Bob. Who is it? <laughs> no, Tony, Mark, and Janine. Whatever. Yeah. That's Mickey. Mickey, <laughs> Mickey Mouse. Uh, Mickey. Okay. Sorry, me. <laughs> you dropped the mouse, man. Uh, can you keep it real here, please? <laughs> First of all, I'm, a, I'm calling for a reason. I'm trying to tell the people out there, do not go see Space Jam. Why, man? Do not go see... Well, one reason... I'm not in the f***ing movie. <laughs> okay? Fuck him. Or Kelly. I believe I can f***ing fly a shit song anyway. But I'll tell you something. I mean, Michael Jordan and I are good friends. But did that black f***er even bother to f*** me for the f***ing role? No, they give it to Bob's f***ing buddy. That pisses me off. Don't, so don't... I want all my fans out there, all the boys and girls out there, to boycott Space Jam. I'm telling you, it's boring anyway. I see special effects. They pay this motherfucker a whole bunch of money, and he ain't doing shit, but sitting up there just making faces, big bald-headed piece of shit. Oh, and that, Bob and James, I'm doing good. Well, uh, no, Tony, and Jamel. Mark, Tony, Mark, and Janine. Yeah. And Jamel. And Jamel. Whatever. Okay. I just want to say that I think you guys are fabulous. I, I always listen to your show. Thanks, Mickey. Uh, I just think that some of the music that you play is disgusting and has no social redeeming value whatsoever. Well, I got one request, though. What's that? Can you play Luther Campbell's Pop That F***ing <laughs> I love that f***ing record. <laughs> I swear! <laughs> well, listen, I'd like to stick around. Alright. But I want you all to have a wonderful day. Well, Bye! Take care, Mickey. <laughs> oh, good God. Oh, God. That, like I said, that shit had me cry the first time I heard it. I remember they used to call Michael Jackson up a lot. Yeah, you know who Michael Jackson personally, obviously. But I just remember this one. This not on the CD, I don't think. But this one where they, they called him up because it was when he he'd fallen and uh, broken his arm or sprained his arm or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so they like you know in real life, so they called him up to check on him and like <laughs> he answers one. He's like, "Hello, what's up?" And I'm like, "Michael." He's like, "Yeah, what's going on?" It's like, "Yeah, you we heard you we, we heard you, you got hurt. You okay?" Because your arm's like, "Oh yeah." You know, just sometimes when you when you spanking your monk and you get and, and, and you get <laughs> you get carried <laughs> away and and uh it, it just went off on his hands like and then uh 
eventually he figures out that, you know, they're like, wait, who is this? This is uh, Tony and Mara from the Breakfast Club. Ah, oh, I thought it was Tito. Hold on a second. <coughs> Hello? I just slipped and fell. I'll be okay. Again, I know that there's probably you know, morning zoos that were doing the same shit, but this is what we grew up with. Right. You know, and this is what uh, we remember. And damn it, man. It's just really like I've, I've listened to this, this CD all over again now. <laughs> That's a CD, like, yeah, every every couple of years. Because you sent me a. I still have it on my external drive. You sent it to me whenever you unearthed it. No, I didn't. Uh, I don't know where you got it from. We did? Well, I. Because for you, you, uh. No, you, no you I, I didn't do it. Oh. Well, somehow, <laughs> ended up over here. Somebody emailed me a copy of it. I thought it might have been you. Maybe it wasn't. Certainly wasn't me. Oh, well. Anyhow, um, yeah. So it's sitting here on my external drive. I don't really know how it got there, but um, yeah. Every couple of years, I'll play. I'll, I'll pull it out, listen to it, and it's funny, and then put it away, and then another couple of years like <laughs> go by, and or somebody will bring it up, and it's funny. Yeah. Yeah, and that's you know just funny shit to us. Yeah, yeah, but okay. So we've kind of covered um, different eras of um, the six, the six to nine slot. I mean, we didn't really listen to the ten. I mean, by then we we're <laughs> headed to sleep. We never really listened to Quiet Storm. But watching TV, yeah. I mean, why? Why would you? Um, you know, we weren't we weren't of age to where that that mattered. Um, but uh, we talked about the. The evolution of the uh, the afternoon drive hour, um, the different breakfast crew lineup. So, um, as you well know, the Clinton signs that telecommunications act. Which oh, wait, before we go, I oh, yeah, I yeah. want to touch on one thing that I almost completely forgot about. Sundays, oh, I do too, actually. You know what? Sundays oh, were were oh. Uh, important. Um. Because, you know, once I started getting into music and had CDs strewn all over my my room and everything, uh, you know, I really, when I got into music, I really got into it. To the point where um, every Sunday at 6 o'clock, they would play this uh, nationally syndicated show. Uh, you may have had it in your town, but it was called Radioscope. Radioscope. You can hear the stars on radio scope. was the host and this man had he he might be Satan himself his, his voice is so deep I mean it comes from 
it he would his voice is so deep he makes Barry White sound like a falsetto man because he he just got this deep voice hi I'm Lee Bailey and this is Radio Scope and Radio Scope was basically it was and they played with it too like because you said it was on Sunday evenings which it certainly was but I remember being on Saturday mornings sometimes too and then other times it'd be yeah I, I think they you know, replayed it, was, it on on Saturday mornings or right? or okay. or it was on Saturdays and they replayed it on Sunday nights so yeah like that. I just know it came on you know at different times yeah but it was you know a radio magazine basically where they they would have interviews with artists um, you know they, they would interview the artists about their new album coming out they would do some some history of music you know like this moment in in black music history and stuff like that yeah and they had you know several hosts but Lee Bailey was the main was the main host and the announcer of the show and when we were actually doing because we, we've been planning to do this episode for a while and when we were doing research on it last year I looked it up Lee Bailey is still in he's still alive he's still in the business he still does like talks all over the country I think mostly down in Atlanta where he lives but I mean he's still very active in the radio community mm-hmm. and and does a lot of uh, uh, you know uh, speaking engagements about radio and, and entertainment music and stuff but you know that show at, at first I didn't really listen to it every time it, it came on I just kind of skipped it but then as I got older and got more into the music I started listening to it because they would have you know interviews with some of these artists and it was a good way to listen for like release dates of stuff and I mean it, it was just a good all around show to you know if if you were a music fan to listen to yeah you know one other thing I forgot about too was that hidden slot which I don't know if they did this every night they definitely it was like because if Quiet Storm went on at 9 o'clock at like 10 or 11 o'clock that's when they come back on they play more hip hop and, uh, and a lot of more stuff would fly that was on Saturday like, nights Saturday nights okay because mm-hmm. I remember you know even I think they even skirt the uh, you know skirt some censorship at times too because I remember I remember shit going over the air yeah um, and just other words that normally would, you know, definitely don't go over the radio now, but definitely back then still, you know, wouldn't have. And getting, you know, going over the air and just stuff that they didn't normally play during the uh, regular hours. Like, you know, that's where A-Ball and MJG, a lot of this stuff will get played. Mm-hmm. Um, for some reason, I don't know the way they always got relegated to that slot, but whatever. You know, just a lot of stuff that just, just a lot more underground. Yeah. yeah, that's where a lot of that stuff got played. Um, N-Word would fly a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, remember that? Or like, there were like three different verses of uh, Junior Mafia, Get Money. And depending on what time you heard it, you'd get different versions of... Uh, you get like the, the squeaky clean uh, version where it sounded like this. <laughs> 
sip more on my living room flow. Play Nintendo with seasonino. Pick up my phone, say Papa not home. All night, mad in the morning. Spin my beat, smoke on my tattoo on saying B-I-G. Now check it, you wanna every other, every other word or there'd be one where like a few words would fly a little more and then one where just like almost everything flew yeah almost everything I'm like man so yeah that was one yeah but a- yeah, anyway I forgot to mention that but anyway so getting back to where we were um come uh what year did Bill Clinton sign that yeah that was 96 and it really didn't hit us until 98 um where you know again yeah that was the telecommunications act which allowed basically um the deregulation of radio stations so no such thing as monopoly anymore these companies can own as many as they want and which basically produced what you have today where all you you have the same station pretty much in every city Mm. same playlist every city almost almost completely done away with local talent because almost all the shows are syndicated if they have a DJ at all yeah they might just have a machine just a just just a computer yeah if they you know but uh that really didn't hit us until 1998 um because I want to say that I mean really throughout the mid throughout like the mid to late 90s they were still programming the show you know it really wasn't Mm -hmm. until until then where they changed it and then when they changed it it was like totally different because now all of a sudden they made well at first they did it regionally it wasn't even that point to that point yet where they had almost all you know all the stations being the same all the stations in the region were the same so everything we got up here was Master P and fucking you know all the no limit shit and you know all the R&B and that's pretty much all we had yeah yeah and it was in 1997 um actually Magic 108 moved down the dial and yes they moved uh to 104.9 Yes, which at the time they were calling it 105. Yeah, so they but, they were now Magic 105 and uh, 107.7 actually became the first Jack FM network that we had, where it was all you know syndicated, pre-programmed some in some office in New York, where it was just all pop hits all the time. Yeah, uh, but you know, it came down to to. 104.9 it became magic 104.9 and that's where um, and, and the quote was where hip hop lives and it stayed there for a little till about 98 99 yeah because and what happened there um, I want to say I mean this in the same you know we're talking about a different station here but uh, 97.1 became a, in 95 or 96 it didn't last very long, but that's where we first got Tom Joyner and Jay Anthony Brown mm-hmm. stuff here in this market. It's on a stage called Mix 97.1, BJ the DJ and all these people. And it was an R&B station with no rap. So, whereas, you know, uh, a lot of these stations were hip-hop and R&B, this was all R&B and no rap. To the point where if an R&B song had a rap guest, guest verse on it, it was cut out. It'd be just the music playing. Yeah. 
like that it was that strict. Yeah. So um, eventually, one hundred five slash one well one hundred four point nine because they start being specific about where it is on the dial. Um, it was where hip hop lives, and then they changed it. And that's when we it adopted kind of the mix ninety seven format, and the Tom Joyner stuff moved over there. Yeah, Tom. Uh, the <clears throat> the Breakfast Crew moved to the afternoon, and they were the afternoon something else. Yeah. Um, Tom Joyner came in into the mornings. Uh, Magic one hundred four point nine became all R and B. Yeah, but it wasn't as strict as mixed though. If, the, no. if there was a rap verse on it, they kept it on there. Yeah, but then all the the hip hop stuff moved to another channel. Uh, 100.3 and that was 100.3 the beat so yeah. that's where you got rap and that was almost sort of the first time where you got um, hip hop all day they didn't play hardly they played very few R&B songs on, on the beat ever mm-hmm. and and um, DJ Cut moved from from uh, Magic to he had the 6, six o'clock slot on the beat yeah um, and that's where he stayed until I think it died. Or no, he yeah. moved. He, he moved over to there. There was another hip hop station that popped up called yeah. uh, the Q ninety five, which right. uh, we had mentioned before. Ninety five point five was a kids station. Uh, yeah. At some point, it became a hip hop station called Q. We still use the WFUN <laughs> call letters, which is what I was talking about. Yeah. <laughs> which I still think is funny that they still haven't changed that. Yeah. And then to this I, day, it's still the same. I think. I think some, some of the DJs front on the beat jumped over, jumped ship, and went to Q. Yeah, um, because then on um, on the beat, then we got that's when we got DJ Chaos, right? That's and, right. Uh, and and silly ass. Yeah. So that lasted until you know the late two thousands. Um, it, it the the Q died off but then it, it was uh, it, it was we, we had two stations we had uh, the beat and we had magic 105 104.9 and they were interchange they, they were both owned by, by the same company so you would have a lot of uh, public events in St. Louis where both of them were there and they just kind of crossed over from time to time um and that lasted until I would say the mid two thousands when when radio just kind of died anyway. Kick the bucket, yeah. Because now, and I don't even know what there was a station called Magic, but it's not the same as Magic. And it was kind of a it was a really interesting mix where it played like all kind of like it was all old school, but it was old school everything, like old school rap, old school rock, old school R and B. This you know what I'm saying? And then that disappeared, and then. The, uh, the beat came back, but is on another channel or another somewhere else on the dial in one hundred four nine. The beat became ninety five point five for a while. Okay, so it was ninety five five again, which is weird. And then uh, one hundred four nine was it was called Wild one hundred four nine. It was a they call it the party station. So it was all kind of like not EDM, but definitely like club stuff, you know. Yeah, and now that's dead, and now it's it's a um, it's an alternative station now. Alternative station, which oh, we mentioned well, sometime last year when we were talking about the uh, when the beat came back, 
and it was a um, it was old school format. It was like all eighties and nineties stuff, but then they started crapping on the format and putting those two thousand stuff to the point where they just <laughs> that whole format is gone. Now it's something else completely. That alternative station is the exact same thing, where it started out with like all this like nineties alt rock, and they still play a lot of it. But now, I swear to God, every time we turn it on, it's either it's either that Fallout Boy Century song, it's um, Uprising by Muse, it's uh, what the hell is it? They have a damn song, that 21 Pilot song. All my friends are heathens, take it slow. They, there's like four songs they play all the time, no matter what. If I go in the car and that, that station is on, one of those songs will play. Usually all four of them will play at some point. <laughs> but then it's getting to the point where they're playing a whole lot of more new stuff and kind of crapping on that format. So, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because really uh, iHeartRadio, well, Clear Channel, swept in and, and bought all of those stations. And then um, they brought back the beat like two years ago as just all old school 80s, 90s music. It was really good for about a couple months. And then they started putting in, okay, 90s, 80s, 90s, and then early 2000s. And then uh, let's get into sort of late 2000, just before 2010. We'll slip a couple of those in. And then, yeah, now it's just it's just whatever's on the radio today. Yeah. Which sucks, but... So we talked about the decline of magic, but really, I mean, really we just watched the decline of radio just from the perspective of one station, because that's kind of what happened to them all, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what happened to all of that. That's why FM radio is dying. Dying to the point where, uh, is it Sweden? That is just getting rid of FM radio band completely. Wow. Like that they're not they don't have any stations broadcasting on FM band at all. Because every excuse me, everything is streaming on the internet. Or you got your iPod, you got your satellite radio, you don't really need radio radio. Which is a I say it's a damn shame. Because Chuck D made the made he made this point that look, there's nothing stronger than that than the free over the air. You know, radio. You could pick that up with a bed spring. You know, yeah. You would think. I mean, even if they weren't. I mean, you would think they'd find a way to put it to use somehow. I mean, it seems like they're still they're clinging to old metrics and old business models in an era that where that doesn't work anymore. Yeah, yeah. Like our spiritual advisor says, it don't work that way. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I don't know what else to say, but you know, rest in peace, magic. Yeah, yeah. And and to anybody else who doesn't remember magic, rest in peace to your local city station that you grew up loving. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I'm pretty sure we told the same story. Yeah. And if it is around, you know, more power to you guys. Keep up the good work. Um, but, yeah, I guess that's all we got then for today. Yeah, that's... I got nothing else, you know, just uh, 
just a lot of memories and I'm sure we're gonna do there'll be more magic souls uh, oh, yeah. in the future there'll be more episodes where we talk about music in the future and we allude to magic 108 um, but this was just to kind of give you the uh, personal recollections the uh, the oral history yeah as it were so um, let's kick the shouts it's just a plug just a yeah, you jumped back too. Um, yeah, yeah. Of course, you can find us at No Jibba Jabba FM. You can find all of our shows there Death Cakes Podcast, Keepers of the Funk, and our on again, off again, supposed to be monthly modern show, uh, I'm Minnie the Fool. <laughs> um, you can find us on Instagram. Well, we just heard, yeah. Yeah, we just we, did we, one, which was a. You know, a retrospective last year. Yeah. Um, you can find us on. I mean, just like all the shows, we just kind of gotten back on track with them all. There'll be more meaningful. Yeah. Stay tuned. But uh, you can find us on Instagram at No Jibba Jabba FM. Mm-hmm. We are on Twitter at Death Cakes Pod. We're on Facebook. Uh, Facebook.com backslash No Jibba Jabba FM. You can yes. find me at jru78 on Twitter. That's J-A-Y-R-U-7-8. And you can find Illy at Ilroxki. Yep. And I guess that's it. Yep. That's going to do it. All right. So until next time, folks. See ya. See ya. You touch me and suddenly. Breakfast coupe.